It doesn't matter how you feel. You are not alone. Our Heavenly Father is right there watching over us no matter what we're going through. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. I want to encourage some people today. Some people that I know are facing some of the greatest challenges in their life right now. And I want to be one of the people who tells you that no matter what you're going through and no matter how difficult the road ahead looks, And how lonely a path that it seems you are not alone. You know, one of the reasons that we love to come to church is because it's easy to feel God's presence here. It's a very natural thing to worship and praise God together in a unified voice. But I want to ask you what happens when you are out there in the world, caught up in the rat race, and isolated from your Christian family? What happens when you don't feel God's presence? And I know that most of us have had many personal experiences where God reveals himself to us when we're out there, but I'm talking about those times when it sure doesn't feel like he's around. Well, the first thing I want to do is remind you that our commitment to Christ isn't based on our feelings. It's based on our faith. We love it when we feel God's presence, but it's important to understand that God is with us whether we feel like it or not. We're assured of this promise a number of times in his word. The Lord said, be sure of this, I am with you always, always until the end of the the age. I love to tell this story. It's said that the Cherokee Indians had a rite of passage for their young boys that they had to pass before they became a man. And the father of the boy would take him into the forest and blindfold him and then leave him alone in the dark all night. The boy is required to sit on a stump the whole night and not remove the blindfold until the morning sun shone through. He cannot cry out for help to anyone. He knows that if he survives the night, he will then be a man. The boy can hear all the noises of the forest. He knows wild animals must be all around him. He gets tired. He gets cold. And when the winds blow and the cougar screams in the distance, he's terrified. Finally, 
After the horrifying endless night, the sun appears and he removes the blindfold. And that's when he realizes his father had been sitting only a few feet away. His father had been at watch the entire night protecting his son from harm. It doesn't matter how you feel. You are not alone. Our Heavenly Father is right there watching over us no matter what we're going through. He sent His Son, Jesus, to walk beside us right here, reachable, approachable, able to confide in and lead us to any situation. So it's our faith, not our feelings that we have to trust. And our faith is based on and built on the truth of His Word because we have experienced His presence. Our faith isn't blind. We've seen his word carried out in our lives and in the lives of others. And our faith gets stronger as we are witnesses to these facts. We've seen miracles. We've seen supernatural intervention in impossible situations. Our faith is just as real as the predicament that we find ourselves in. But listen to this. Because of our faith... We will rise above it, or he will take us through it. Whatever it is that you're going through today, I want you to know that you are not alone. Your father is sitting right behind you. The Lord will walk beside you, and your faith will give you the assurance the apostle Paul talks about when he said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine? Our nakedness, our danger, our sword. He goes on to say, no. In all these things, we are what? We are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Will you turn to the person next to you and say, you are not alone in Jesus' name. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. God is with you. He's there. You are not alone. We all face difficult battles in life, but we don't have to face them alone. Stay tuned to hear how God helps people overcome their enemies in some very unusual ways. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. 
EmbraceGrace.com. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. A businessman dragged himself home and barely made it to his chair before he plopped down, totally exhausted. His sympathetic wife was right there with a cool drink and a comforting word. My dear, you look tired. You must have had a hard day. It was awful, said her husband. The computer broke down and we all had to do our own thinking. Okay, well, we, well, we may need to, it may be a good thing for us to think for ourselves once in a while, but uh, the reason I use that joke is I want to tell you this morning that when it comes to fighting life's difficult battles, we don't have to do it by ourselves. You know, in the Old Testament, we find lots of stories of battles and warfare waged by the children of Israel against their enemies. And what's interesting, what's interesting is that even though the Israelites were armed with the conventional weapons of the day, like swords and spears, most of the time, their enemies far outnumbered them and had superior military capabilities. So the Israelites were always finding themselves in impossible situations where they faced certain defeat unless God intervened on their behalf. Now, having God Almighty help you fight your enemies sounds like a pretty easy way to turn the tide in your favor. But when you consider some of the outrageous things that God required the Israelites to do before he helped them, then you realize that it took a lot of faith for them to obey him. And, you know, of course, we all know the story of Moses and the parting of the Red Sea, and we, we love the story of David and Goliath and even the battle of Jericho. But the thing is that God was always doing something incredible on their behalf. And there's lots of stories, and I I like this one, in the battle of Gibeon. Get this, Joshua asked God to stop the sun and the moon from moving until he could finish a battle. And what's more incredible, God did. I mean, who has the nerve to do that? I mean, come on. I mean, you just, you just know that uh, God had to have called the, some angels over and said, Hey, get this guy. I mean, he's asking, stop the sun and the moon. And you know what? I'm just going to do it. I mean, it's just, that's just too wild. And you know, my favorite story is, uh, is when King Jehoshaphat uh, had a battle. Now, there's a name for you. I mean... With a name like that, you know he got beat up a lot as a kid. <laughs> and he had to have some nicknames. I, don't, I can't even guess what they would be. But, but he, had, he had three different armies coming after him. And so the, God told him he would deliver him. So, so Jehoshaphat, he had his army sing praise songs on the front lines. And as, as they sang, God confused these three enemy armies as they attacked and they destroyed each other and and this is incredible to me don't you can you just see the soldiers of 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 jehoshaphat whenever whenever they saw these armies approaching and they were given the orders to sing instead of to draw their swords i mean there had to be a little apprehension you know ava nagila
But that, that's an incredible story. Here's the point. God was always showing his children that he was God. But he always did it in an unexpected and surprising way. When they trusted him, he would fight their battles for him. But he always worked contrary to any natural expectations that they had. Well, you know, as many wars and battles as there were in the Old Testament, you know, there are none discussed in the New Testament. Because when Christ came, he made it clear that our enemies were no longer just men and countries, but spiritual forces of evil. And he tells us time and again in the New Testament that we are indeed at war. And that we are chosen to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. But the greatest thing is that he also tells us that just like the Father took care of the Israelites in those times of old, he will still fight our battles for us. He will be our sword. The word says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So here's the thing. Sometimes I think we need to be reminded that we have with us today the same God who fought those battles and achieved victories in such a spectacular way. He's still God. And he's still spectacular. And today the battle is fierce for our hearts and our minds and for the lives of our children and for the lives of our loved ones. But God is the same God who looked at, Je- at Jehoshaphat. When the, when the enemy's armies were right upon them, and God said to him, he said, don't be afraid, and don't be discouraged, for the battle is not yours, it's mine. You see, whatever battle that you're engaged in today, and you know you have some, just hold on to those words, don't be afraid, don't be discouraged, You're not alone. The battle is the Lord's. And your victory may be surprising. And your victory may even be spectacular. But your victory is assured in Jesus' name. Amen. Are your Mondays as good as your Sundays? Stay right there to learn three things you can do to keep Christianity alive in your workplace. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. We'll return after these messages from our sponsor. They say it takes two to tango, but it only takes one Nebo Tools Tango to provide two high-power light sources and also serve as a power bank for your USB-powered devices. This fully rechargeable work light is lightweight yet rugged and features a seven-position arm that rotates 180 degrees, functioning as a hanging hook, carry handle, or kickstand. Use the 250 lumen spotlight, the 750 lumen work light, or combine in turbo mode for 1,000 lumens of intense illumination. The Tango, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the bright side. But first, I want to encourage some of you today by talking about how to take your Sunday into Monday. And by that, what I mean is how to take what you hear and, and feel in church on Sunday and sustain it and apply it to your work 
all week. How many know that that's a challenge sometimes? You know, I don't, I don't know about you, but, but Sunday is my favorite day of the week. It, it's always been my favorite day uh, for lots of reasons. I, I, look, I look forward to seeing my friends. Uh, I look forward to praising the Lord in song and worship. I look forward to hearing the Word. I, look, I especially look forward to Sunday lunch. Um, but just like you, I know that when Monday morning comes and I enter into our place of business, things are not the same as they are here in church. The people are different. The motivations are different. The people we come in contact with have agendas. But I also know that as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, I cannot abandon on Monday the principles that I embrace on Sunday. So I want to encourage all of those today who are in business for themselves or who make decisions in their place of work by reminding you three things you can do to keep your Christianity in the middle of your work. The first thing is to remember that whatever you do, do it for the Lord. The Word says whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. When we perform our duties at work, we have to be aware of the fact that we are living for Christ. And if that's who we are, and if that's our highest priority, then it most certainly will influence our decisions at work. When we do it all for the glory of God, we're doing more than just expanding our spiritual horizons. Having that mindset is teaching us the kingdom mentality. Where every decision is meant to be in perspective to not just our goals, but His. Does that mean that we approach our job with our head in the clouds all the time? No, it doesn't mean that. But it does mean that we acknowledge that our work and our decisions at work have a greater purpose than other people think. Another way to apply our godly principles to our work week is to simply watch what we say. We have to watch what comes out of our mouth. If you're not sure how well you're doing in this area, just ask yourself these questions. Do my words encourage and inspire people? Or do they deflate and injure those who work with me or for me? Is your work personality the same one as the one you have here on Sunday? The Word says, let your conversation be always full of grace. Seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Our words are powerful allies, our destructive enemies in our Christian walk. And we have to guard our tongues and learn to use them if we're going to carry His will into the workplace. And we not only have to guard our tongues, but we have to guard our integrity at work. Your integrity is priceless. I'm going to say that again. Your integrity is priceless. We can't allow anyone or anything to dismantle it. The enemy is so successful at using integrity issues to bring our leaders down at every turn. We see it all the time. In just the last few months, a highly regarded governor and an up-and-coming congressman, for example, publicly denounced, humiliated, all because of decisions that compromised their integrity. 
God's word is filled with promises for those who will honor him and filled with warnings for those who don't. And our integrity is not something that we can be careless about. Because in the workplace, the opportunities to fall down in that area are so plentiful. We have to guard our integrity with everything that's in us. One mistake, as we've seen, and our incredibility and our effectiveness as a witness is lost, sometimes forever. And finally, we can apply godly principles at work by honoring the Lord with our money. It's important that God trust us with his money. I believe that God promotes those who produce. And if we're blessed with any leadership in our business life, then we should have greater vision for investing in God's kingdom than just our own. It's been said that if you want to see what's really important to someone, just look at their checkbook. There's probably some some truth in that. But the word promises that our generosity is always a good thing. It says give. And it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. God is telling us that when we are faithful to give, we can expect him to bless us and to prosper us in our job or business. You know, I don't like it when people get in my business. I'm just like you. The first thing that comes to mind when people try is, why don't you just mind your own business? And I'm not trying to get in your business this morning. But let me tell you something. The one person that you want in your business is Jesus Christ. You see, we can't divide our life into the spiritual at church and the secular at work. Our Christianity involves our entire life and our challenge and our mission is to honor God with our whole life at church, at home and at work. And to do that we have to do it all for the glory of God. We have to watch what we say and we have to protect our integrity and we have to invest in the kingdom of God. And if we do that then I promise you, you're going to have some Mondays that are just as good as your Sundays. And that's when something good always happens. In Jesus' name. Will you receive that this morning? Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.